Prince is Deadly. Any story. Prolog. My name is Leia at Team TBLC, a public relationship agency, also known as True Start, private detective agency in New York. Matt Blues is a business partner, licensed attorney detective. He is also a big fan of reality TV, true crime stuff, and like investigate true life crimes as pro bono. This time, True Start decided to investigate a very recent bizarre case about a social media MLM influencer named Amy Orki who was found dead in a park near her house. It was ruled as a homicide, which is already huge. Amy ha has been doing her social media blog. She was also managed to sell brand-sponsored products to her family and friends and followers. She has been traveling a lot with her husband Rick, documenting her blog, when she got found dead naked in a park near her apartment building. So question reminds the same, who killed Amy? The novel was inspired by true events. There actually could be a lot more victims of this kind of influential business practices. So please read another novel. And the author of this novel would like to bring her own opinion, a speculation on what could possibly happen in true life event. Name ages, locations, some facts are changed on purpose to protect privacy of the parties during investigation. Just remember, author is not diagnosing anything, just speculating about what could possibly happen, and the whole story honestly is mind-blowing. So please read and listen us on podcast and ebooks by artist team TBLC. Thank you. Chapter 1 Amy was born in New York to Jim and Tracy, and she had two younger brothers. Amy was clearly absolutely beautiful, but she also was very smart, looked like she had it all. She was very kind, and according to her family, everybody loved her. Amy's family said she was almost addicted to learning and had a very analytical mind. She was always up her thoughts. She was always a deep thinker, very motivated and committed. Amy's friend and family said she would be successful in everything she did. In school she played sports. Amy was also a national society. She graduated in 2011 and went to university to study biology, psychology, preparing for medical school. Amy was on top of her class when she was graduated with honor in 2016. Eventually her plan was going to a medical school, but she decided to give herself a break and travel a little bit. All this time, all this started when Amy moved to Texas and she found a job at the famous sport bar similar to Hooters type restaurant where she met her husband Rick, a fitness trainer who traveled around the world for his job and was that was very appealing to Amy who loved to travel and wanted to do so. Rick was a very fit guy, over six feet tall, uh, but he was already in his 40, and uh, Rick also been divorced and had two kids. It was quite a lot for Amy, but it seemed nothing to matter to, sh to her. She was really into Rick. She said she fell in love with his heart, and they were really bounding over traveling. For Amy, working at this part bar was a very fun job. She was enjoying making new friends very naturally, very easily. People around her said 
they were joined to her warmth and nice personality. By the time Amy felt a little burned down from working a lot at the bar, and she also had side jobs, and she was a big hustler. So she was using skincare products, and she managed to sell it to her friends and family. She joined multi-level marketing company, also known as MLM, that recruits people to sell the product, who would also recruit another pe other people to sell product, which is where you make a big bucks in MLM by recruiting other people underneath you. So basically, it's a Ponzi scheme that would eventually collapse and uh, the company ended in lawsuit In the lawsuits, there were a lot of unhappy recruits who lost money. A lot of people lost money in the MLM pyramid scheme, but there is, there is no case for Amy. Because of her outgoing personality, she made a lot uh, big to top quickly and make big bucks at a young age, like 40 grand a month, without even working. Amy decided to focus on her influential business, posting on social media her perfect life, always showing off how people who work for MLM have the free time, constantly traveling, have fun. Most of the time, Amy worked from her cell phone. So um, she was basically, her cell phone was basically her office. She was posting stuff regularly. She would never go out without a phone. She was always known for posting her status every few hours. During the, that time, she got married to Rick and moved to tex Texas with him. On their social media channels, they looked very happy. However, that's a thing with the blog. You can look very happy on the camera, but in reality, things could be very different. When bad things happen, people usually don't share it. Amy made new friends after moving to Texas. She made a friend, Tamara, who invited her to her dinner party where other girls were attending as well. Everybody loved her right away. They said Amy was a friend, friendly and Amy ended up introducing girls to, to some other her friends at MLM. And um, and they were very supportive of each other, hang out all the time. They also had this group chat. They would be talking every day to each other, and Amy was known to res uh, to respond or start the chat uh, f first normally. What was strange, though that Amy didn't talk about her newlywed husband. Sometimes um, uh, Rick would come up to, to the group and say hi. Uh, and then quickly leaves. And he would be cool and chill all about it. And then the pandemic hit. Lockdown started. And like most of us, Amy decided to join TikTok, where she would be doing ads on MLM products algorithm on TikTok is insane. It's pretty easy to get followers for marketing than on other platforms. Chapter 2. Chapter 2. Thanksgiving. Amy's mom called often, worrying that Amy hasn't been visiting family in New York, though they agree that Amy would be coming for Christmas. 
On this Thanksgiving Eve, Amy and her mom exchanged the last text. Amy went to her friend Tamara for Thanksgiving, but it was shocking that she came without her husband Rick. Of course, couple could spend Thanksgiving apart, but there is no clue that couple have to spend this holiday together. There is no rule. However, it was very strange, especially for newlyweds. And when, and then around midnight, another friend picked up Amy and they went to the bar and they stayed around 3 a.m. drinking. Amy texted her friend Tamara that she would be coming back to pick up, pick her car up, but Tamara was already asleep and didn't receive the text. It was a Black Friday. And uh, Amy was quiet and not posting anything, which was already weird because sales executives from MLM are very active on Black Fridays. Nobody heard from Amy. Chapter 3. Husband Rick. Rick texted the boyfriend of one of Amy's friends named Jake, asking about Amy's whereabouts. Jake thought it was super weird talking about that via text, and he ended up calling Rick around 12 a.m. It was very strange. Not... Not only that, Jake also said that he and Amy got into the argument that Rick and Amy got into argument and since then he haven't heard from Amy. The phone call was about for about 40 minutes where um, Jake was explaining what happened to him but where Rick was explaining what happened to him. But but Jake thought it was very weird and sometimes and something didn't feel right. And later on Jake was um, Rick was changing his story and did it multiple times stating they never got into the argument. So Jake remembered that Rick said Amy stormed off the house barefooted after the argument. What was even more weird, in one story Rick said Amy had her phone with her, in another story he said she didn't. Rick also tried to track Amy down using find my friends app and he followed the app around trying to locate Amy and then location lost. Got lost. Chapter 4. Movie date. Amy's friends started doing group chat trying to figure out what movie they would, should watch and then re they realized that Amy is not responding so they checked her social media and realized Amy hadn't responded to anything for 12 hours. It wasn't so not like Amy so they started worrying about her but they still um, hoping that she would show up anyway for the movie night and when she Amy didn't show up it was already red flag because Amy would never miss answering to a group chat and especially not showing up without letting anybody know about the plan cancellation or changes so Tamara decided to stop by at Amy's apartments and uh, um, she was hoping she would find Amy there but nobody opened the door. Tamara wanted to call Amy's mom, but um, she was afraid of make, making Amy's mom worry. Nevertheless, she called her mom anyway, 
and um, found out that Rick, the husband, already called Amy's mom and said Amy was missing. Rick drove to the gas station trying to rethink the situation and he's um and he's he he ended up staying there for two hours trying to figure out where his wife was, which was already strange. Why thinking about it for two hours at the gas station like there is no better place to do so? That's pretty much where his story ends. Nobody knew where Rick spent his time right after Amy got killed, and that's why Matt and Leia wanted to investigate further to help family and friends and um, uh, other people who loved Amy. Chapter 5 Bodies Found Amy's friends were really freaking out watching that Amy didn't even read the text messages because Amy always had a reading receipts on. So they decided to post on social media missing person alert. Amy's already huge social media accounts went viral with hashtag justice for Amy. Post pictures include also Amy's car, which is wasn't clear if it missing or not. So people were posting about Amy. They didn't know that Amy's body was already found, but police kept it confidential for more reason, for investigation purposes. Amy's body was found just about a mile away from her house. A janitor who cleaned nearby park found a body in the bushes down the river. At first, when he ran up to her, he thought she was a doll, placed carefully on the side of the road for people to pick up. Amy's body was very clean, with no signs of struggle, even though she was completely naked, looking almost she was just taking a bath. There were no shoes, no phone. It looked like somebody just drove and dumped Amy's body on the side of major road, like they wanted police to find her on, on purpose. Police called Rick to come over to the station to identify the body of his wife, Amy Orkey. Later um, that day, they told her friends and family that Amy's body was found and all posts switched to a memorial post. Amy's body was found with no signs of physical trauma. People were wondering if she was poisoned or overdosed or smothered. Uh, police interviewed all her friends and family, did a top clean up. They didn't find any drugs or poison in her system. Very mysterious. Chapter 6 Husband under fire Then a friend who recently traveled with Amy said, that Amy went on a trip alone because things weren't clear about Amy and her friend and her husband Rick. Apparently Amy was talking about how bad the marriage was. Not only Amy couldn't stand Rick last week, but she also was scared for her life. And eventually came out that Amy was planning to divorce Rick. And since then she was already an, she, since she was already an influencer and made a lot more than Rick, Rick threatened her that he would apply for spousal support. They already split the bank accounts, and during their trip to Cancun, Amy already met another guy named Jose. He was a DJ at the club, and they were hitted right away. Turns out that Jose was the, that friend who picked up Amy from Tamara's house on Thanksgiving. and drove her back to her car at 3 a.m. after bar closed. So, what really didn't make sense with Rick 
that his story kept changing completely. Much older husband got jealous and scared of losing millions his wife and influencer um, could possibly make uh, if uh, they divorced. And uh, he killed her trying to get the life insurance. Did he kill Amy or a pissed MLM recruitee who was keeping losing money because of Amy's business? So, to be continued. Chapter 7. Social media on mental health. It's been proven that social media could lead to depression, suicide, self-harm, and homicide. Happily, pictures made just for social media, but think may be different off-camera. And this is the case, another, another case that proved the point of, unfortunately. So even though Wall Street Journal has started his own investigation and published the article how social media could negatively impact on people, could, could have negative impact on people, mental health, they used um, surveys, public data, but hasn't published the data for some unknown reason. I guess they didn't want to cause another stock market crash. 32% of women said they felt bad about their bodies comparing themselves to models on social media. A lot of users reported they wanted to kill themselves. Alarming statistics show that generation posting their life publicly is suffering more mental crisis than anybody else. Rates of people with depression and suicide have skyrocketed since cell phone technology era started. Much of this deterioration can be traced to usage of social media on cell phones and tablets. Increased rate of depression is now is almost 30%. Spending time on social media, even just reading, is opening a window of opportunity to spontaneously engage in social media comparison of any kind which is in turn is associated with the great depressive symptoms. In this case, couple was presenting the life as perfect, being in love, in loving relationship, having so much time, fun across the country trip. But what they didn't show, social media almost never show, that how horrible life could be when cameras are turned off. A picture-perfect life painted on social media for content, likes, views, is not what reality really is. Actual experience on the road for a long time without any comfort or support or even internet wasn't healthy for couple of popular influencers. Social media is designed to be addictive and makes us to come back. Used for a long time as much as possible and um, as long as possible. And possible studies show the longer people spend on social media, the more they will be depressed. People are posting unrealistic pictures of their lives. Instagram especially is filled with beautiful pictures and bodies, often filtered. It gives people depression, seeing the other people always on vacation, looking the best, having a great time. When it's actually not the reality, it's just the social media influence is deadly indeed. Our hearts and prayers condolences goes to Amy's and Abby's family uh, who lost beautiful person so tragically and expected so soon. Amy is now angel in heaven, now named Alexis. Abby is now angel in heaven, now named 
Gabriel. Thank you.